Worship featuring Mac Powell. This is my song. Good morning. It's 558 with Kevin and Taylor. Cold again this morning. Make it stop. Please make it stop. Man, did I crank the heat in my car? Did you? I had the seat heater on all three levels mm-hmm. and I had the heat set on like 89. You know why they <laughs> call it so good. Do you know why they call it a seat heater, by the way? Why? Because rear defroster was already taken. <laughs> Dad jokes this early in the morning. Yeah, we got actually some patchy frost this morning, otherwise sunny, and our warmest day of the week with a high of 66. Uh, but it's not warm right now. It's 29. Here are three things you need to know to get your day started. It's brought to you by Milton Martin Honda. Heads up when it comes to your commute. Get ready to drive on the shoulder of Georgia 400 at rush hour for the very last time. Today is the last day you're going to be able to drive in those flex lanes on Georgia 400. They're closing permanently. Instead, they're going to replace three bridges so they can start construction on two new toll lanes in each direction along 16 miles of the highway. Hey, don't be surprised if your electricity bill is a little bit lower this month. Georgia Power is offering a one-time credit to customers for the month of March. It's because the company earned $297 million more than expected last year, and the state requires Georgia Power to give back profits over a 12% threshold. The average customer is going to get about 23 bucks back, but if Georgia Power's rate hike gets approved... Your bill's going to go up by about 23 bucks bucks a month starting in April. Mm. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. The chicken edition. Chicken edition. First, a guy in Chicago filed a class action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings, accusing the restaurant chain of falsely advertising its boneless wings when they're allegedly just chicken nuggets. He says he suffered financial injury. (laughs) Second, Chipotle just introduced Chicken El Pastor. It's seasoned with a marinade of Chipotle's signature adobo, morita peppers, and ground achote with a splash of pineapple. Say morita again. Morita. (laughs) It's finished with fresh lime (laughs) and hand-chopped cilantro to uh, create a well-balanced flavor with just the right amount of heat. And finally, in the world of food, chicken edition, KFC introduced the Double Down. It's a bunless sandwich with two KFC extra crispy 100% white meat fillets, two slices of cheese, and two pieces of crispy hickory smoked bacon with either the Colonel's mayo or spicy sauce. Why didn't you roll your R when you said hickory? Uh, Try it. That's a tough word to roll your R. Try it. Hickory. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> Hickory smoked bacon. When you rolled your it made me think of, um, this, is, this is pretty funny. There's a guy on NBC News, Dr. John Torres. Have you ever seen him before? Yeah, I have. He's really good. Mm-hmm. I love his reporting. He does a great job. And he'll finish and he'll go, I'm Dr. John Torres. When the weekend anchor fills in, Jose uh, Ballard, mm-hmm. he'll always go, Dr. Don Torres. Yeah, he, he always trolls his right. He always says it, like, I guess, correct for, you know, where the for how you would say it in Spanish. Right. But the man himself says Torres. <laughs> a lot of people change their names, though, for the so, rest of us. So what I'm wondering is, should he honor, you know, in this world where we're honoring pronouns and stuff, should he honor the way that Dr. John Torres is saying his name? I wonder if it's just it's hard keep for him going not with to Torres? trill. It's probably hard not to. It'd be think like, so? just like I have to really it think seems- about trilling my R's. It'd be like he'd have to think about not trilling I don't know. Them. It seems to me like it's a pretty intentional when he does it.
He, it, when, when he does it. It's just, it, John it, Torres. It, yeah, it struck me last night. I was like, wait a minute. Jose on the weekend, and I love Jose, too. I think he does a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> when he says it, it's John Torres. But when someone else says his name, they say it with the correct, correct I guess, ethnic enunciation. So I just found that interesting. So I would prefer if you roll the R on my last name, Kevin Avery, from now on. <laughs> Try it, please. Kevin Avery. <laughs> Good morning. 632 with Kevin and Taylor. Thanks for making us a part of another chilly morning here in Atlanta. Yeah, and a happy, absolutely incredible kid day. I know we have a lot of incredible kids that oh, listen to you this know what? show. That's another reason I miss my, my late mom so much. She loved celebrating that day. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure she did. It's the warmest day of the week before the rain returns tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 66. Right now, it's 29. And here are three things you need to know to get your day started. It's brought to you by Milton Martin Honda. Hey, have you been to the Town Center Mall in Kennesaw lately? We didn't think so. Uh, an investment group that specializes in outdated and distressed shopping malls huh. just bought it for okay. $71 million dollars. Malls are struggling nationwide. No word yet on the, what the plan is, but one idea being floated is turning it into a mixed-use area with homes mm. and shops and linking it to the county's trail network. I've been there. I, I wouldn't call it distressed. Like uh, I haven't been in there. A friend of my daughter's uh, works there. Yeah. It's not distressed. It's just that no one go, people just don't go to the mall anymore. Like back in the day, like when we were kids. That's you know, yeah. who wants to go to the mall and you'd hang out the you'd hang out at the mall, not spend a penny for hours, just roving around with your pack of hooligan friends. It was a right? famous song, "Let's Go to the Mall." Right. So it, it just it hasn't become that place anymore for adults, for kids or adults. So it you know they're they're kind of empty. I think the problem is. No one goes to the mall anymore. That's the issue, right? There was a send-off party for the Kennesaw State University Owls men's basketball team yesterday on campus as they started their trip to North Carolina for Friday's game against Xavier. The marching band performed and everything. A very proud moment for me, by the way. My cousin Jason, who's a photographer at the AJC, he shot... The going off party and, and the and pictures were right on the front page of the AJC. I was the, very proud. That's the real heartwarming story. Yes, here. it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. This guy is basically Spider Man in real life, only his real name isn't Peter Parker. Uh, a man in China is being hailed as a hero because he climbed up the side of a building. As easily as if he himself were the web-spinning wonder to rescue a toddler that had fallen out of a building window and onto a ledge and was about to fall again. The Mm. video has gone viral, and Mm. what's wild, the only safe way to handle the situation was for the parents to hoist this little boy back into the window with a rope tied under his arms. Wow. And then our Spider-Man, this this Mandarin Spider-Man, climb back down the same way he got up. <laughs> like as if it was Nothing. no big deal. Like just another day. <laughs> so glad that little baby boy is okay. It's uh, 646 with Kevin and Taylor. If you love dogs as much as we do, you're going to find this story fascinating. For the first time in 30 years, the United States has a new favorite dog. Hmm. And everybody has their own kind of like pet breeds. You know, like for example, my first dog ever that my husband surprised me with as a puppy was a wired-haired fox terrier. And if I see one out in public, I go crazy. Because yeah. it's so much sentimental value to me. Like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of Fergie. I know, Kev, 
For you, it's greyhounds well, no, and galgos. Well, no, it's not It's sighthounds. There are a group of dogs called sighthounds. Sight They're all hunting dogs. So it includes the so galgos. greyhounds, padankos, galgos. Yeah, it's a, every uh, dog we have is now is a, a sighthound. Okay. I didn't know you could summarize it like mm-hmm. that. That's good to know. Well, do you want to guess, uh, for the first time in 30 years, which dog got unseated that was always number one for 30 years. So it's like a golden retriever or something? A Labrador retriever. Labrador retriever. Yes, That's they number were one. number one for 30 years. Let me guess what unseated it. And I'm going to base this on it seems like it's all I see anymore, people walking dogs. I'm going to say, I don't think they call them pit bulls. This isn't like an American standard bulldog or something. That's the real name for a pit bull. Uh, no, you've got, you're close. You said the word, but it's actually Frenchies. The French Bulldog. Oh, those little French Bulldogs? Yeah, they're number one. I was the one in our neighborhood. When I would walk uh, my dogs, I would go, you want to go see Frenchie? There's Frenchie. I have no idea what the dog's name was, but my dogs would get so excited to go see him. Yeah. Um, number three, you were you kind of guessed this, uh, Golden Retrievers, mm-hmm. German Shepherds, Poodles, Bulldogs, Rottweilers, Beagles, Dachshunds, and coming at number 10 was German short-haired pointers. That's what my mm-hmm. niece has. Okay. They're like those speckledy dogs, but they're brown and yeah. white instead of black and white, like a, like a Dalmatian. We've had a variety of all those dogs at one point. We've had a Golden Retriever mix. We had a Rottweiler mix. Oh, Rusty. Rusty was a gorgeous dog, a Rottweiler mix. He had a Rottweiler build and markings, but like Golden Retriever fur. Oh, fun. And he was the dumbest dog we'd ever had. <laughs> I mean, he was just... He was dumber than a brick, but we loved him. <laughs> it's 6.52 with Kevin and Taylor. The Junior Joker's coming up in just a minute. Hey, Kevin Taylor. I was curious. So you are talking about the dogs. Um, did Marco keep going, or did he get put out? All of America's favorite pet. Yeah, Marco made it to the quarterfinals, and literally with five minutes left to go in the quarterfinal round of voting, the dog that he was just ahead of, Leaped ahead of him and he got eliminated. Oh, yeah. bummer. Yeah, but it we was all, rigged. We all know the Election truth. was rigged. We all know the truth. Marco is, in fact, America's favorite pet. He just didn't win the actual voting, right? <laughs> morning. Morning, morning, morning. Mandisa and Jonathan Trailer. Jesus is coming back. 703 with Kevin and Taylor. Well, we can be very grateful for our sunshine and a high of 66 today because, do you know, New England is buried in snow. Ashby, Massachusetts got 30 inches. Mm. Enjoy the this uh, 66 degrees uh, for our high today because the rain comes back tomorrow. And by Sunday, the high is only 47 for the high. And we're going to be out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yes, we are. Ooh, we're going to have to wear long cold. underwear. It's going to be cold out there. Here are three things you need to know to get your day started. It's brought to you by Milt Martin Honda. You may see up to 500 bucks in your bank account after Governor Brian Kemp signed a bill that will give Georgians a special state income tax refund. Signed it yesterday. The Department of Revenue will start issuing it in about six to eight weeks. If you're wondering, hey, where's my money? Uh, You have to file your taxes before you can get the refund. Married people who file separately will get 250 bucks. Head of households, 375, and married people who file joint returns will get 500 bucks. Hmm. There's a ribbon cutting ceremony yesterday for a new learning center in Marietta in Walton Village, which is offering moms and dads the chance to access once a week preschool programming for their kids at no cost. How do you feel when this happens? You're out to eat with friends, maybe on a double date, and someone says, hey, let's just split the bill evenly. Mm-mm. One Mm-mm. in three people. Mm-mm hate it. A new poll found a third of us don't think splitting a restaurant bill as evenly is a good idea unless everyone's order costs the same. Um, It was part of a bigger survey on sharing in general. And here's one more thing to know about. 
That friend may also get annoyed if you ask to try their food. Hmm. Hey, can I have a bite of that? Here's the I deal. do that a lot. Always, it just, <laughs> I didn't know I was annoying people. When you sit down, tell the people that you're with, say like, hey, I'm going to ask for separate checks. That's cool, right? And then when the server comes around, say like, put stuff on our bill. And there's and I do it for two reasons. Number one, I don't want to get stuck if if I'm having like, oh, I'm just going to get, I don't know, Caesar salad. And the people we're dining with, I'll have the surf and turf. I'm not paying for half of that when I just got a Caesar salad. But in the reverse too, someone, I shouldn't expect someone to pay for mine if I go like, you know what? I really want a filet mignon. I'm going all in. I don't care how much it costs. They shouldn't have to pay Mm -hmm. for my indulgence. So it's just way, and you know, Trace and I didn't, we didn't learn to do that until our friends Eden and Carlton, every, we went out to dinner with them a lot and they would always say it. And I would go, you know what? That is such They would just ask right when the waiter comes to the table. And it's, it's such a relief. And I don't know if it just comes with maturity or being more confident of saying that, but you do. And if you wanted to order something for the whole table to share, just say like, oh, hey, bring the dessert sample and just put that on my bill. You know what I mean? Uh, if, you, you if you're indulgent with some, something like that. I like, like this uh, idea because if someone else says, by the way, it's my treat, I don't order what I want. I order less. Really? Like I'll order a cheaper item on the menu. So you rob if them someone of, else is You rob treating. them of the joy of treating you. <laughs> they still get to treat me. It's just no, not as expensive. A, if someone says they're treating, I don't think you should hold back. Because I know they I want, shouldn't, but that's just the way I They want to treat you well. So. I know. I'm not saying go like, oh, yeah, I'll have the filet mignon to go as well. Don't do that. But I wouldn't hold back because they want to treat you. I'm glad we had this Maybe you should treat me and our producer to lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I won't hold back. All right. You guys get get any happy meal you want. Good, clean fight. 104.7, the fish. So this is the time of the year where we start off cold, and it turns into a glorious day, right? I mean, it is chilly as you head out the door, and that can be a problem for deciding what to wear. And and more importantly, it's like we're in that transitional time where do you put your winter clothes away? Do you pack them in mothballs and put Mm -hmm. them in boxes, or do you get the summer stuff out? Or what do you do? So in, in my house, what that means is I have like two, we have those big plastic bins. I put my summer stuff in them. I've got like two big plastic bins now occupying our bedroom and my winter stuff sitting there with its days numbered. But <laughs> Trace will be like climbing over these Tupperware bins for, you know, a couple of weeks until I decide to go, okay, now's the time we, we make the move. I saw right? a lady walking out of a store yesterday mm-hmm. and she was wearing a beautiful winter coat. And her little toddler, she had to hold her hand. She was that little. Like, she couldn't walk in the parking lot alone. Right. She was wearing just, like, thin cotton, like, no jacket, nothing. And I thought, I wonder if the little girl fought it and said, Mommy, I don't want to wear my coat. Well, any mom of a adolescent boy knows they've been wearing shorts and their flip-flops or slides all winter long, right? But when July comes, then it's the hoodie with the hood up when it's our, 95 degrees out. Our listener, Rob, who uh, who's pretty funny on social media, he posted mm-hmm. a, a meme on my page yesterday. He said, y'all, pray for us here in the South. Ain't nothing wrong. We just don't know what to wear. <laughs> it's true. So is this is the struggle real in your house, too? We'd love to hear from you. 770-659-1047. Coming up on 720 uh, with Kevin and Taylor, we're talking about that transitional time of the year where do you wear winter clothes, do you wear summer clothes. And for us here at the radio station, it's even worse because it's like, uh, you know, 
30-something degrees around town right now. It's going to warm up to almost 70 later on today. But here in the studio, it'll be a crisp, like, 59 mm-hmm. <laughs> all day long. I wore my puffy coat all day yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it throws that. But what about the whole transition of summer clothes and winter clothes? Do you Do you have clothes that you put away for the winter and then you get them back out in the spring, Taylor? No, I don't have anywhere to store them. So I just have to keep them in my closet. That's well. That's why we got the Tupperware bins, right? But I mean, I I can't like I I don't have anything climate controlled. I don't have anywhere to put those clothes. You just put them in the attic. I put them in the attic. They don't get totally funkified. Fine. No, I mean, if they do, you just throw them in the washer when you they're huh. dry cleaner or whatever. I've never done the switch out like you do. I don't think I have enough clothes. To huh. me, to switch out. They're just all jammed in my closet all year. <laughs> you open the door and it's like... Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much in there. Gotcha. Well, the struggle is real. Well, so I don't know about you, but I just... My heart really goes out to people that want to meet the one mm-hmm. these days. I have several nieces and nephews that have been hoping and praying and wishing for that right guy or gal to come around. They just want to settle down and get married and have kids And it just isn't happening. And I was talking to a niece the other day. And honestly, I was kind of trying to make her laugh because she had just she had had her heart broken. And I came up with this idea and I went, wait a minute, there's something to this. Like, we need to start this. And here's what it is. Um, You know how you can just go to any restaurant or any company and just click on a map and you immediately see their rating, their Google reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that restaurant's a 4.9 or mm-hmm. let's click mm-hmm. on, let's see what people think of it. I think you should be able to leave a review after you date somebody. <laughs> and think about the heartache it will save people. Like you could you could say, hey, warning, this guy starts out really charming and kind. He'll bring flowers to your mom. But then and then he will open. dump you and leave you for another chick he meets on Facebook oh, or, wow. or on Instagram, whatever it is. Like, you can just leave these warnings. You went, like, um, extreme. I said, choose with his mouth open. You went, dumps you and breaks your heart. <laughs> well, there's... <laughs> hey, just listen to a Taylor Swift song. There's a lot of guys out there <laughs> that'll do that. Or you can leave it for girls. You could say, hey, this girl is like a four-stage clinger. She well, <laughs> she'll want to marry clinger. you after the first date and, what? like... You know, wouldn't it speak thank you stuff? Wouldn't it speak poorly of you if your number of reviews started getting pretty high? Like if you had twenty reviews, mm-hmm. wouldn't that imply like you're going on a lot of dates? This is what I'm <laughs> and saying. That wouldn't be a good thing. Well, it, it could be more than it. it Maybe it's when the dating relationship ends. That's when you leave the review. And couldn't this not be after a, every day? Couldn't this be viewed as a form of online bullying? <laughs> no, because you would just. You could think of nice ways to say it. Like, (laughs) this guy comes across as very charming, but he really thinks very highly of himself. (laughs) Know what I'm saying? Wink, wink. He's quite the charmer and loves to talk about working out seven hours a day. (laughs) I think I'm on to something. And he really loves his mom. Seven fifty one with Kevin and Taylor. Uh, ticket window for the Am Better Health four hundred. Talking NASCAR. Ticket windows can open any minute now. So I I think there might be something we're going to start seeing in dating relationships soon. Um, and I, I could be wrong, 
But I've kind of observed this, and it's a result of, you know how it was all the rage to be a helicopter parent for so many years? Like, you hover over your children and make sure they turn in their homework. Sometimes you do the homework for them. You're just, like, so involved. Not, did you get your homework done? It's, let's do your homework together. Um, I think we're going to see more and more parents getting super involved in dating relationships. And if that guy or girl isn't good enough for their son or daughter... They tell the uh, they tell the kid that they they're like you're not good enough for my daughter. Okay, uh, this if, is never going to happen. Parent, I've seen it happen. If That's any why parent has that notion. Uh, I'm going to tell you, refrain from doing that right now. Gotta, I've seen it happen. And, I'm not saying you haven't. Yeah. What I'm saying is the voice of the, the I've been down this road, and you never know. That might be the one for your kid, and if you've said something poorly about them. It will come back to haunt you. That's what I'm saying. It will. Do not resist the urge. Let their kids live their life. Be honest with them and say, like, well, here are some things I'm seeing that might might be an issue. You might want to think about this. But if that's the one and they're not going to, like, you know, there's nothing you can say or do to turn from them. All you're doing is, like, creating animosity by sharing what you think and feel about that person. I'm just saying, we've learned that lesson the hard way. You just be like, really like, oh, that's interesting. Have you ever thought of this? And then they'll be like, dad. And you know, okay, that's enough. We have found the line.